I was dreaming when I wrote this, so forgive me if it goes astray. But when I woke up this morning, I could have sworn it was Judgment Day. The sky was all purple. There was people running everywhere, trying to run from the destruction. But you know, I didn't even care. They say 2022, this party's over. We're out of time. So tonight, I'm going to afflict my soul like it's 2029. What does it mean to afflict your soul? Is that beat your breast and wear sackcloth and pour dirt on your head? What does it mean to a new covenant believer? Those saved and washed by the atoning blood of Jesus. What does it mean for us? Well, the word is anah, or anah. And it's spelled ayin nun hey. The ancient pictographs for ayin, the modern looks like a Y or this. The ancient pictograph was an I meaning to see or to look. Noon was a picture of a, a fish or a sperm uh, denoting new life or life or seed. And then hay was the spirit man with the spirit tail. So we have an eye, new life, spirit. That's the word ana for afflict, to look at, to look down upon life spiritually. I think that is the perfect definition of what we as new covenant believers saved by the blood of Jesus Christ should be doing today. Take a moment and you'll be humbled by it. You don't have to try to fake humbleness, but just take a moment to dwell. He called you. He orchestrated your life that, that you could find him, that you could accept the offer, that you could, by your free will, choose him. And Maybe there was affliction that drew you towards him, as so common there is. In their affliction, they will seek me early. Father, cause me to be glad the years thou hast afflicted me, because they drew me to you. But besides the awesomeness of what he did for us and to come and save us, to call us to Him. Dwell tonight, pass this night in prayer, thinking about the awesomeness of His plan, the tribulation that's coming, and the escape you were granted because of His love. Because you set your love upon Him, therefore He shall deliver thee. And you're going to be delivered from this. And only with your eyes shall you behold and see 
the reward of the wicked, the rebellious, those who refused his hand. And he will afflict them. This is the time of affliction. The judgment day is to bring the affliction that will draw them to him. The sun's about to set, and that officially starts this day. So you can fast if you want. We are not under that law that requires us to follow it exactly, and you won't be cut off if you don't fast or beat yourself up. <laughs> but as those that love him, what he would draw us to do is the name, Ana. See life spiritually and see your new life through his spirit. Just, just meditate on it. Meditate. Take a moment. Be quiet. You know, the benefit of, of fasting or putting off something, you know, um, to indulge in is the ability to be quiet and just think. And um, Psalm 27, you know, we were instructed, he instructed his people from Elul 1 to read Psalm 27 every day all the way up to Atonement Day. Let's, let's just go through that again, just real simply. Yahweh is my light and my Yeshua. Whom shall I fear? Yahweh is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and hear my prayer. When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face far from me, neither puttest away thy servant in anger. Thou hast been my help, leavest me not, neither forsake me, O Elohim of my Yeshua. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me on a plain path. 
because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over unto the will of mine enemies. For false witnesses have risen against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I would have fainted if I had not believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, upon Yahweh. And that word wait is kava, which means to intertwine three cords intertwined, not easily broken. His word, his spirit, and your heart. If you kava with him, wait upon, he'll be the strength of your heart. And nothing can break it because he's unbreakable. So lean on him. Let him be your strength. Intertwine yourself with him. Psalm 91 is a good one to meditate on also. It's the promise of the rapture. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him shall I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flieth by day, nor the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction that wasteth at noonday. And thousand will fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because He hath known my name, Abba, Yeshua, Yahweh, my God. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him 
and honor him with long life eternal will I satisfy him and shew him my Yeshua because he dwelleth he set his heart upon me and I am his habitation dwell on the awesomeness of our father and his promises let your heart be lifted afflict your soul with his goodness see new life through his spirit think about what they're about to go through and don't overly dwell in sadness uh the reason i say this you know when jesus was about to die and he explained his plan peter stepped in not on my watch you won't die i won't allow it and jesus called him get thee behind me satan because his plan was his his plan and the lesson from this is god is more just and more compassionate and more merciful and more gracious than you could ever imagine and his plan needs to proceed as his plan should proceed i am not more compassionate and think oh no he's leaving some that he shouldn't i know i had to get to this point and i suggest you do too if there are some in your family that you've tried but they are not willing to turn yet aren't you thankful it's in his hands aren't you thankful i i had to get to the point where i said if if any of my family if my kids won't listen then i'm thankful my father hears my prayers and he will reach them even if it takes tribulation i would rather my own child go through tribulation and have his heart converted eternally than to be snatched away from being able to learn being able to have that heart conversion so the people left behind they've had time they've had warning the entire world has been woke up those that are resisting need the tribulation they will seek him early in their affliction let's look at leviticus when it talks about keeping his jubilee let's go to leviticus 26. this is god's promise he, he just got done talking about when i bring you into the land count seven sevens and then declare your jubilee and do the rest and give the land the rest so let's go to chapter 26 and let's just read it you shall make no idols nor graven image neither rear you up a standing image neither shall ye set up any image of stone in your land to bow down unto it for i am the lord your god you shall keep my sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary i am yahweh if ye walk in my statutes and keep my commandments to do them then i will give you rain in due season and the land shall yield her increase and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit and your threshing shall reach unto the vintage and the vintage shall reach unto the sowing time and ye shall eat 
your bread to the full and dwell in your land safely. And I will give peace in the land and ye shall lie down and none shall make you afraid. And I will rid evil beasts out of your land, neither shall the sword go through your land. And ye shall chase your enemies, and they shall fall before your sword. And five of you shall chase an hundred, and an hundred of you shall put ten thousand to flight, and your enemies shall fall before your sword. Sounds like a good deal. I think I want to follow what he says. For I will have respect unto you, and make you fruitful and multiply you, and establish my covenant with you. And ye shall eat old store and bring forth the old because of the new. And I will set my tabernacle among you, and my soul shall not abhor you. And I will walk among you and will be your God, and ye shall be my people. I am Yahweh your Elohim, which brought you forth out of the land of Egypt, that ye should not be their bondmen. And I have broken the bands of your yoke and made you go upright. But, it's a big but, but if ye will not hearken unto me and will not do all these commandments, and if ye shall despise my statutes, or if your soul abhor my judgments, so that ye will not do all my commandments, but that ye break my covenant, I also will do this unto you. I will even appoint over you, listen to this, by not following his way. Now, of course, we are under uh, the blood of a new covenant. Our covenant of following is to know his heart and statutes and to walk in his uprightness. He leads us in the way. We can't be perfect. We can't keep the law perfect. And I'm not suggesting that. Jesus said, I give you a new law to love the Lord your God with all your heart. All. Give full ear unto him. Whatever he says. It's not grievous. It's easy. His burden is light. And to love your neighbor as yourself. So we're not, we're not talking about going under an unkeepable law. This is, this is just common goodness that comes from a good heart converted. But if you don't, I will also do this to you. I will appoint over you terror, consumption, the burning ague that shall consume the eyes and shall ca cause sorrow of heart. And ye shall sow your seed in vain, and your enemies shall eat it. And I will set my face against you, and ye shall be slain before your enemies. They that hate you shall reign over you, and ye shall flee when none pursueth you. And if ye will not yet for all this hearken unto me. See, he's saying, look, when I bring the tribulation, if you turn, I'll save you. This is, this is his, his pattern and his plan always has been. We that turned to Jesus, we are, are free from this threatening conviction, right? But this is what will happen in the tribulation. And what I'm trying to do is tie it together to the affliction that comes with Judgment Day and the Day of Atonement. And I don't want anybody to misunderstand me. I am, I'm not trying to put people into fear. I am trying to, by truth, let your heart be free. Again, to give you something to meditate on. Wow, I'm so thankful, Father, you called me early. I'm so thankful you put in my heart to seek you and to be able to hear your voice. Thankfulness. If you will not yet for all this hearken unto me, 
Then I will punish you seven times for all your sins. Seven-year tribulation? I will punish you seven times for all your sins, and I will break the pride of your power and will make your heaven as iron and your earth as brass. And your strength shall be spent in vain, for your land shall not yield her increase. Neither shall the trees of the land yield their fruits. And if ye walk contrary unto me and will not hearken unto me, I will bring seven times more plagues upon you and upon you according to your sins. Does this sound like the tribulation now? Opening up the seven seals and the seven bowls and the seven trumpets? Seven more times the plagues. And I will also send wild beasts among you. That's exactly what will happen in the tribulation. Which shall rob you of your children and destroy your cattle and make you few in number. And your highways shall be desolate. And if you will not be reformed by me by these things, but will walk contrary to me. See, the whole, whole point, he's bringing this stuff to, to draw them back. To cause them to repent is really a turn of 180. And and. You know, you can go towards something or froward, fromward. So in, in his word, he, he says they are froward in their heart. They, they turn from me. But he wants teshuva. He wants repentance turned back to him. So all this he's doing to get them to turn. It's the mercy of God. Even in a rebellious soul, he's trying to reach them. If... Ye will not be reformed by me by these things, but will walk contrary to me. Then will I also walk contrary to you and will punish you yet seven more times for your sins. This is, he's talking about the great tribulation and he's tying it to the day of atonement and the day of affliction. I will bring sword upon you that shall avenge the quarrel of my covenant and when ye are gathered together within your cities, I will send the pestilence among you, and ye shall be delivered into the hand of the enemy. And when I have broken the staff of your bread, ten women shall bake your bread in one oven, and they shall deliver you your bread again by weight. And ye shall eat, but not be satisfied. And if ye will not for all this hearken unto me, but walk contrary to me, then I will walk contrary unto you also, in fury, in Isaiah, when it says, Come, my people, and hide thyself, it says, Hide thyself until the indignation be overpassed. It's the same word, fury. I will walk contrary unto you also in fury, and I, even I, will chasten you seven times for your sins. How long's the tribulation? Seven years. What does he bring? Seven seals, seven bowls, seven trumpets, seven, 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 seven. He's telling them how it's going to go. And ye shall eat the flesh of your sons, and the flesh of your daughters shall ye eat. And I will destroy your high places, and cut down your images, and cast your carcasses upon the carcasses of your idols. And my soul shall abhor you. And I will make your cities waste, and bring your sanctuary into desolation. And I will not smell the savor of your sweet odors in the new temple that they're going to build. And I will bring the land into desolation the destruction of Damascus. And your enemies which dwell therein shall be astonished at it. And I will scatter you among the heathen and will draw out the sword after you and your land shall be desolate and your cities waste. It's a heavy chapter. Then shall the land enjoy her Sabbaths 
as long as it lieth desolate, and ye be in your enemy's land. Even then shall the land rest and enjoy her Sabbaths. And he did this once before. As long as it lieth desolate, it shall rest, because it did not rest in your Sabbaths when ye dwelt upon it. And upon them that are left alive of you, I will send a faintness into their hearts in the lands of their enemies, and the sound of a shaken leaf shall chase them, and they shall flee as fleeing from a sword, and they shall fall when none pursueth. And they shall fall one upon another, as it were before the sword, when none pursueth. And ye shall have no power to stand before your enemies, and ye shall perish among the heathen, and the land of your enemies shall eat you up. And they that are left of you shall pine away in their iniquity in your enemies' lands. And also in the iniquities of their fathers shall they pine away with them. If they shall confess their iniquity and the iniquity of their fathers with their trespass, which they trespassed against me, and that also they have walked contrary unto me, and that I also have walked contrary unto them, and have brought them into the land of their enemies, if then their uncircumcised hearts be humbled, afflicted, and then and they then accept the punishment of their inequity, then will I remember my covenant with Jacob, and also my covenant with Isaac, and also my covenant with Abraham will I remember, and I will remember the land. The land also shall be left of them, and shall enjoy her Sabbaths, while she lieth desolate without them. And they shall accept of the punishment of their iniquity, because even because they despised my judgments, and because their soul abhorred my statutes. See, it's a if and a because, and a, and a option to turn toward or away, rebel or turn back. And yet for all that, when they be in the land of their enemies, I will not cast them away, neither will I abhor them to, the, to destroy them utterly and to break my covenant with them. For I am the Lord their God, but I will for their sakes remember the covenant of their ancestors, whom I brought forth out of the land of Egypt in the sight of the heathen, that I might be their God, I am Yahweh. These are the statutes and judgments and laws which the Lord made between him and the children of Israel in Mount Sinai by the hand of Moses. That's a sobering chapter to read. And of course it is directed towards Israel that rejected Jesus Christ as Savior and are looking for the coming Messiah. They'll be fooled and they will choose a defiled man. They'll rebuild the temple and start sacrifice. And they'll be worshiping the wrong one. That is the judgment that's coming, again, the tribulation is mainly for the salvation of the Jewish nation. It is for the salvation of all that will turn back, and there will be many. I believe more people will be saved during the tribulation than all in any time in history, but by affliction. And the affliction will be so terrible and so world-changing that people will be crying out. And then it's, it's to the point they have to be so honest in their, in their conviction that they would even go to death. And that's the test. You know, we, by just grace, 
by just believing, by just clinging to and adhering to his word and saying, yes, I, I believe you washed away all my sins. We, we have his gracious exit, his gracious escape. We're made worthy by him. But again, we're not under the old covenant law. You don't have to do this, but this is something we will keep forever. And I believe this day, even in heaven, will be a moment, a day of reflection. And again, you don't have to beat your heart and act humble. Be, let yourself be humbled by it. Just, just listen. Listen to what the other side is going to go through. And read the Psalms of praise and listen to what is our reward. So... That's my two cents, and um, I'm going to blow a trumpet because the sun is setting, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to diligently try to apply my heart towards thoughtful contemplation throughout the night and tomorrow. I do have to work tomorrow. I, I was not able to, uh, to arrange not doing that, unless, of course, rapture happens before I go in. Um, this could be the day, but... Um, also, this brings to mind, because again, he says, because you've set your love upon me, because you seek me, I, you'll be in my tabernacle, in the secret of my tabernacle, I'll hide you. At tabernacles? And we'll sing songs in tabernacles, and tabernacles is for seven and a little bit. You know, that fits just perfect, but also, tabernacle starts at the full moon. And we all remember the proverb about the good man has taken a bag of money and he shall return at the full moon. So I do like, I do like the, the sound of that. The judgment's being made in the next 24 hours. Make no doubt about that. Um, and like as in Ezekiel, I believe it's Ezekiel 9.4. It says, go throughout the city and put a mark on the forehead of all those whose soul is afflicted or whose, who basically they see what's going on and their heart and soul is is troubled by all of the sin and rebellion against god i know we all feel that way and when you do it's a righteous indignation and the lord has put a mark upon us a spiritual mark has been placed upon us and just like in ezekiel he says don't hurt any of those that have that mark so his, his ways are constant and perfect. Um, but again, we have Jesus covering, covering our sins. Sin is to miss the mark. And, you know, we continue to fall short of, of all the glory that we will be a part of when we're truly one with him. But um, again, I just want to encourage you to take a moment and just, just dwell in him. my soul in one other way too.
and that's afflicting your soul and your body. Uh, you can't hear me. Uh, this is Dr. Barry coming to you live from the Iceberg Challenge. Uh, thank you. Come again. Thus saith the Lord, come into the waters, I'll baptize you, come on in, it's real nice. <laughs> Alright, over and out, I hope I don't see you again except for in the air.